Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women and the creator of the uh, the Transformations with Jane Mastermind. So this week is another solo episode, just me rambling. (laughs) And um, because as I've mentioned previously in other episodes, this challenge with the um, the building in my apartment building and then it not happening and then this really left me with um, having to create the podcast by myself so I'm just rolling with that and uh, in the last sort of 24 hours from multiple directions I have had these um, these signs messages um, all the things about this topic, which I'd like to talk to you about today. So I decided to create an episode about this. And this is an episode that we're going to talk about the past. Now, um, often, like recently, I have not been very focused on the past, actually. I've been really looking at the, at the future and looking, you know, trying to be present and in the moment as well. So yeah, the past, what role does that have to play? Is there any role? And as we are talking just now, I hear banging has started up. So I'm sorry if that uh, is being caught by the microphone as well. But anyway, we will continue. So Connecting the Dots is the title for um, today's podcast episode. And I don't know if um, that's another sign from the universe saying that no you you shouldn't record this episode now but maybe it's just bad timing so today we're talking about connecting the dots and so what purpose can your past serve because you know a lot of us do carry a lot of baggage around that is from our past um we also carry the stories that you know of you know our of becoming who we are today and without those stories we wouldn't be who we are so I do feel that the past has a role to play and, you know, some of the coaches and other guru type people who I love to listen to might say past is the past and it's gone and you can't do anything about it and so why why are you letting that be part of um, your present because that's the only moment that you have and that is true that really we only have the moment that is right now. Um, we do not have the future and we do not have the present. Those are, don't do not exist but what does exist is now that's true however um, I do feel that there is something that we can definitely definitely learn from our past and that can help us with our future so um, I'm not saying to hold on to things and it's definitely to your benefit to let things go um, and the sooner rather than the better because you know those things that we are holding on to they are only hurting us. It's like, especially if it's around um, somebody did something to me, or um, you know something happened to me, then you know you are you're only holding like you're holding on to that is only hurting you. You do know that, right? So let's let's work on letting those things go. However, we also learned some lessons along the way, didn't we? Yes, we did. So. Um, especially the lessons that helped us to grow, I feel are extremely valuable. So um, 
you know, maybe we learn some other lessons that are not so helpful, like, oh, I can't trust people because when I love someone, then they turn around and hurt me or they, they leave me. That's, that's not necessarily the kind of lesson I'm talking about. I'm talking about the lessons like when I'm careless um, with my attention, I lose things and <laughs> then that creates a huge problem. And, um, you know, like, you know, if you lost your wallet or um, your phone or something, you know, it creates a huge problems. So that's the kind of lesson I'm talking about. Or, you know, um, uh, when disaster happens, you know, like maybe – and I'll go back to the example you've heard me talking about um, the Fukushima nuclear disaster. When something like that happens, how did that help me grow? Yeah, it taught me that, you know, we can recover from anything. And even if, um, you know, you do lose things, you like lose your sanity, lose your peace of mind, you can get them back. You can um, get back to a normal life again. Um and, you know, my neighbors who lived, who moved across the street from me are an amazing example of that. And, you know, they lost their house and the tsunami, their house was washed away. They lost family members. Um, and luckily for them, not their, you know, direct family members as in like their children or anything like that, but, you know, relatives they lost in the tsunami. And they, um, they moved across the road from me, rebuilt their house, rebuilt their lives and, you know, nine years later, they are, you know, living a pretty good life, I would say. Um, you know, maybe they are s still carrying some of the things around from, you know, having to s survive after a tsunami takes away your house. I definitely see that in some of the behaviors that they have, but it hasn't stopped them from become, from being amazing, generous people who I had the good fortune to live next door to. So, um, yeah, what lessons can you um, hold on to that have helped you grow and you know, maybe we can um, just refresh our memory on some of those lessons as well because we do forget as well don't we so um, that is something that I definitely want to uh, refresh my memory on what are some of the lessons I've learned that have helped me grow as a person um, along the way what are also what are the pillars or themes that are sprinkled through your life's history. And if we take a moment to sort of just look back over your, maybe you might want to, after you listen to this, sort of pause the recording and get a piece of paper out and write it down. And just because, you know, you can think about it, but while you're thinking about it, you'll probably get distracted about what you're having for dinner or did I turn off the, the stove or, or, you know, what's the weather going to be like tomorrow? Let's look that up on my phone and then I've forgotten where I was. Um, what was I thinking about? So if you get a piece of paper out and sort of just sort of jot it all down, maybe that will help. But if you look through your history and, and you know, it's kind of the facts of your history, you know, that you lived here, um, you went to school there, you were really keen on this as a kid, um, you always seemed to be doing that as a kid. Um, when you got to high school, this happened, you know, you did this or you did that, you were naturally drawn to this, um, this kind of thing. You can really notice the themes that go through your life. Maybe it's that you were, um, and so I'll give you some examples from, of themes from my life. If I look back through, like even from my, my sort of very small, small, yeah, so not small, young age, I was teaching, you know, I was playing teachers. I was playing school. 
and I loved it and I loved that I had a little sister who I could make be the student or I'd gather up all the neighborhood kids who were younger than me and make them be my students and I would teach them whatever it was that I knew um, how to teach. It was probably spelling something, you know. Um, yeah, a lot of teaching games and a lot of entrepreneurial games in my childhood. And as I got older, I gravitated very quickly to having a job and working and earning money and um but also there was that teaching and coaching thing that was going through my life. Like I sought out and created opportunities to teach people and coach people. Even in high school, I was, I created a volleyball team and I was the coach of the team because I wasn't very good at volleyball, but I loved volleyball. I mean, I could play it, but I wasn't great at it. I wasn't good enough to be on the, on the A team that got to travel um, to events and things Um, when I was sort of, when I got to, you know, the older sort of grades in high school, um, I was definitely a bench warmer type level volleyball player, but that didn't mean I couldn't help some of the younger kids to improve their volleyball and um, to create a little team for, not a little team, it was a team, which they could, you know, then play in. And we had games and I um, had, you know, at lunchtime we had games happening for them. And that was something that wouldn't have happened because, they weren't you know good enough to be on the, the good teams and neither was I but yeah that was something that I just went and created in my school I also um created a system where um older kids could be more involved in leading younger kids in my school in my high school that didn't exist it was I was always creating opportunities for people to help others to to improve something, yeah, whether it was a coaching type thing or a teaching type thing. And I even did um, netball coaching. Like I was even just, just sort of demanded to be made a coach for, for the for the younger kids in, in the high school where I was at. Once again, I wasn't good enough. You know, if you cannot do, then you coach. But I wasn't um, a, a person who was very good at sports myself. You know, I did, I played and I tried and I trained and I did all the things, but it didn't sort of click for me physically. But it didn't mean I couldn't help others to have a chance to do it that potentially they wouldn't get. So I, you know, I created, um, no, so I asked and demanded that I be allowed to be a coach for um, the younger kids. And I was allowed to, and I did it. And my team was really good. You know, they, they, I think they actually won the competition, actually, if I, the school, in, in the school, you know. Um, on the weekend competition, the local netball competition. This is very sort of, you know, New Zealand, Australia sort of talk. But um, insert, change netball for soccer or whatever sport you want. It's the same thing, uh, the same idea, you know. Um, yeah, so I was always doing that as a child um, and as a young person, like a teenager, um, helping, coaching, teaching people things. So, um, and as I went into university I was sort of attracted to training type things like I wanted to study HR um, but when I got into university I realized that HR in university is not actually about training people it's about a bunch of other stuff <laughs> um, as well which did not interest me and but yeah it was just this theme going along and so I automatically grad- uh, gravitated to teaching English after university and that got me to Japan and I love teaching English. It was great, you know. Um, 
to a point. And then the next level up was gravitating towards life coaching, you know, after I've experienced the life changes I could get to myself. So that idea of coaching and teaching and that has always been there throughout my life. And so I see that as um, as that I, I know I'm on the right path here with what I'm doing at the moment and that I'm not uh, trying to fit myself into the box of, well, you like teaching and coaching, so go and work in a school. Yeah, that doesn't have to be how it is, you know, because I also love that idea of, you know, being able to choose and being free and being able to have my family's freedom at the forefront of what I'm doing. And that's definitely um, keeps me keeps me on track, if you know what I mean. So, okay, I like teaching and coaching, but uh, getting a job in, a, in an actual school is the worst thing I could do um, because that is not going to um, – lead me to be free and able to move around and be flexible and especially in this life as a um, expat person living overseas living far away from my family I want to be able to travel to see them I want to be able to um, be there for my kids when they're sick because we don't have anybody anybody else really around us to do that so um, I don't have a grand grandparents to call on here where we are and you know that's that's what it, that's what it is so yeah, being free and, um, and flexible is what I really love about this life that I've created. So that's another, um, so if I look back and see uh, through my life, was there that um, aspect of being free and being flexible? Not really, no. Where did that come from? Well, it comes from being and this living this life, which is not the life that I grew up in. I didn't grow up, grow up as an expat at all. I grew up living in New Zealand. Um, I grew up being very mobile, though, within that country. So perhaps that's a theme that, you know, that resonates with me as well. So another thing um, you can think about with your history is well, what did these, you know, if you think about, uh, I mentioned before, the lessons that we've learned that we want to hold on to. Um, what what did the challenging situations that, that you can think of in your history teach you? Um, yeah, and let's let's um let's enjoy those challenges and how they have made us almost a not a better person but um a bigger a bigger person for it yeah so what are you going to choose to leave behind from your past and what will you choose to take with you into your future so for this this was a question that was put to me recently and i really um I really like this question because, yeah, we don't have to take it with us. You know, it's the choice to bring certain baggage with you from the past. And imagine what a difference it will make to your future if you decided not to take some of those things. So maybe you're going to, maybe you have something around money. Maybe you're going to choose to leave behind the um, the fear of being poor or where the, the belief that money is hard to earn and I have to work hard because that's the only way to earn money is by working hard, yeah? Or perhaps you're going to choose to leave behind um, the fear that people are going to leave you because people have left you before, and but, you know, that is life, that people do come and go. 
and we're going to leave that fear around being left behind because we don't have control over that, yeah? What, what will you choose to take with you? Yeah, I will choose to take with me that I can overcome any situation that appear that comes to me. I can overcome whatever happens in my life. And as an anxious person, um, no, let's rephrase that. As a recovering anxious person, um, I, I know that this is something that will serve me well in the future too. So us anxious people, I know a lot of you out there (laughs) who are listening are the same. Um, You know, we, we think we can control what's going to happen in the future. And we think that if we control things and keep, keep things how we want them, that we will, we'll be okay. If we, as long as we've got control, but if things are out of control, that's when we get anxious. Yeah. That's when we have anxiety and we have anxiety about being things being out of control. Unfortunately, the truth is that we we don't actually have control over anything, really. But so, in in actual fact, all we have is the anxiety. We don't have the control. We think we have it, but we don't. So we can choose instead to know that whatever happens, we can. Um, we can survive. We can get through it. We can some. We can work it out. I think Marie Folio is the one who says everything is figure outable. Like we can work things out. We maybe we don't know right now how it's going to work out, but it's going to work out, and somehow we'll get through it. And that is to me that is really that really helps me to to just let it go, <laughs> to move on. So yeah, if you're a fellow anxious person out there. Let's try that one. Let's try that coat on, that hat on, and wear that one for a bit and see what happens. That, you know, you're an adult and you can figure things out. You'll be okay. Yeah, sometimes I hate being an adult. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to figure this out. Yeah, but we can. We can figure things out. Yeah, we can do it. Yes, yes. <laughs> don't believe me? All right, so... Um, talking today we've been talking about connecting the dots from your past and how they and because and the reason why another reason why I want to talk to you about this is because a lot of people are like well where am I going what am I doing I don't know oh it's also unknown but it's not unknown um you've had hints and signs through through your life that are I would that I feel are trying to guide you to let you know and if you haven't been noticing them or you've been um avoiding them perhaps it's often because of shoulds 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 are things that you know these expectations that we have that aren't actually necessarily true or relevant you know so um you know even though perhaps you've had you know signs going through your your life of 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 how artistic you are and how um creative you are and you've pushed those away and pushed those down because you've always thought that you should be a lawyer instead and and I will definitely received messages from my fam from my 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 wonderful father in particular that you know I should be a lawyer because that would be a wonderful thing to be um even though I was definitely not at all <laughs> someone who should be, who actually should become a lawyer I'm not at all um built to be a lawyer let's just say or programmed to be a lawyer i 
yeah, no. So, um, but I definitely received those messages of I should be a lawyer, I should um, do this, I should do that, I should have um, a house with four bedrooms, I should have an SUV. Then I know that I've definitely made it to whatever standards I was holding myself to. And so if you, you know, if you find that 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 is you, then it's okay to have a look at those um, those themes through your through your history, and maybe just let them be a little bit more um, to the forefront of what you're doing than perhaps they have been in in the past, and see what happens. And it's another chance to have an experiment. Yeah, what would it be like if I? did a little experiment and I made time to paint every morning for 20 minutes. I don't know if that's a a thing or not, if that's something you can do. I've never really painted. (laughs) It's probably, perhaps that's not a thing. Um, Maybe it's what would it be like if I let myself, um, no, if I made it a priority to create time for my artistic side on a Saturday morning from 8 or 10 in the morning. Who knows? Whatever it looks like for you that works. What would it look like? Yeah, it's a great question to ask yourself um, around anything that you are sort of wanting to find a way to experiment with. Because I really encourage you to make these small experiments and to just give it a try without any expectation of where it will lead you or what um, what will come from it. Just just give it a go. See if you like it. See if it um, and for example, if you've been denying yourself those those things, like for example, the, the the time to paint or the time to be in nature or you know the time to read, the time to write that book that you think nobody's going to read, and so who are you to be writing a book anyway? Um, if you deny yourself those things, then you're not on the right path, really, are you? <laughs> because you're working from shits instead. I should be cleaning my house because, you know, people expect me to have a clean house or I should be, um, you know, working as a nurse because that's what I've invested so much time and money in and it'd be a shame to chuck that away. Um, Yeah, no, you are going to be an artistic nurse, you know, a nurse (laughs) who can paint. That's pretty awesome. What kind of amazing things are you going to create with that background? Yeah, very original. Yeah, so that is all I have for you today is to give you permission just to take a look at your at your history, decide what you're taking with you forwards and what you're not taking with you. And yeah, to make that a choice. To to maybe rediscover something you'd forgotten about. Like you might be listening and going, Well, Jane, I know everything about my history. I was there, duh. Um, sure you were, but I guarantee there's something you've forgotten that you used to love to do or maybe you haven't noticed because you were so busy focusing on the shoulds, you know, um, rather than who you are and and um, what, you, what you love or used to love. But now you're an adult you denied, denied yourself from perhaps. So, yeah, I hope those examples I gave from my own life are useful. Perhaps you see, maybe perhaps you um, will stop the recording and, and give yourself just five minutes to, to write it all down on a piece of paper because, and do really, really do not underestimate the power of writing things down, journaling things, because that way um, 
the things that are in your head are not as clear as they are when they're on paper. And they definitely can be very convoluted, even though we think it's, oh, of course it's clear, but it's not clear until you write it down. Definitely. So definitely give yourself the time to write it down. And I'd love to hear if you find something that you've forgotten about or um, you've found a lesson perhaps that you'd forgotten that you'd learned and that you're just refreshing your memory on, okay? Um, yeah, those are, those are really big ones, I think. Like what lessons have I forgotten? What am I going to take forward? And these are the ones that, that help you to grow, not the ones that keep you in fear and feeling small, yeah? And what beliefs, uh, you know, what what challenges, what are the challenges that have taught you something? What are you going to learn from those and take forward with you? Okay, so that's all for today. Please do hit me up on social media over on Instagram at Jane Nakata or on Facebook and at Transformations with Jane and let me know any of the takeaways that you got from this episode and if you discovered something that's going to help you as you move forward in your future. Okay, have a wonderful, wonderful day. It's a beautiful day here in Sweden today, so I'm definitely going outside to enjoy it. All right, <laughs> take care, bye-bye.